Hey, everyone, and welcome back to Newsies Minute. The podcast where we examine the 1992 Disney movie musical Newsies one minute at a time. I'm your host, Aaron. I'm your host, James. It's Friday. It's Friday. It's minute 25. Mm-hmm. It starts with Esther saying Meyer. Right. And goes on through, this is a celebrate. Right. First of all, I'm excited for cake next week. That's that's one. Number one. Okay. Um, that's actually my last note, but... I am excited that we're gonna get some some free some secret pantry cake. See, yeah, like storing it in the cabinet. Like, also, hasn't he been home all day? When when did she make the secret cake? She she said she made it yesterday, right? Well, no. So he says go get that go get that cake that your mother's hiding in the cabinet. Presumably, I would assume that she had to have made it that day, or it's gonna be super stale. Right. So I don't think it's secret cake. I think she made it and then. Put she it in the it. cabinet. So he wouldn't pick at it. Got yeah. it, got it, got it. And got it, got it. she's that like, that's for sense. your birthday tomorrow. Okay. That's the only reference to when the cake anything. Um, I have uh, Jack talking business with Meyer, basically saying the same thing he said several minutes ago to David. Um, but Meyer is like taking him absolutely seriously. Yeah. Which I've both experienced as like a young man Mm -hmm. with like an older man perhaps a father figure taking me absolutely seriously Mm -hmm. but i also love to see meyer being like oh really that many like yeah it's pretty cool to see someone like an adult taking jack seriously yeah yeah especially since you know david sure didn't (laughs) right exactly um so i want to go back to what we had talked about um a couple minutes ago with regard to the time of day yes because so we decided it's at least 9 p.m. when they leave that theater. Right. And then they watch this trolley strike. They have to get home. It's probably at least 10 by the time they walk in the door, right? Right. And yet his parents held dinner for him? Right. Who doesn't eat dinner till 10 p.m. because their kid didn't come home? Poor people? They couldn't have just... But, like, why? Why not eat dinner at a normal time and then David can eat when he gets his ass home? I think that... I don't know. I don't want to speak for anyone from the 19th century. Okay. Um, so if if I'm about to be wrong, please correct me, people from the 19th century <laughs> that are listening to this podcast. Um, I think dinner may have been later in, like that. Like they they ate around like seven or eight p.m. So holding till well or I guess like seven's not really super late. But, but like, like yeah, I mean like I think that or or even like they normally like at at nine and we're like I think it was maybe more dictated by the end of the, or like the sun going down or whatever yeah so maybe they haven't held it for very long okay they certainly weren't like oh my god where were you it's so freaking late yeah um we thought you'd been killed like i know we eat dinner early we eat at like 5 30 right like when kevin gets home that's when we eat dinner and i know that 5 30 is pretty early but my children also go to bed at 7 30 so if we don't yeah. start dinner at 5 30 then the hour and a half of whining about how unappealing dinner is really cuts into bedtime sure so <laughs> I, but i recognize most people that's that's an er, that's early for right. most people my kids start not eating dinner at about 6 30 okay yeah yeah that was about when i started not eating dinner as a kid that was that was around when when dinner was put on the table for me to get yeah. at um as a child as well yeah, yeah. but still even if, even 6 30 if it's now pitch black outside that's it'd be interesting to see if they eat dinner earlier in the winter yeah. But we don't. I, w- I wonder... Save that for Newsies too. Winter News Brigade. Winter News Brigade? Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, I guess, like, if they're coming home from the factories, like, if they're working basically until dusk right. and then have to make their way home, it's going to be dark by the time they get home, probably. So yeah, I'm dinner not... would be at, like, 8 p.m. Exactly. And I'm not sure that the, um, like, the eight-hour workday was a thing yet. So it was more like a 10 to 12-hour day. Yeah. So Yeah, well, that's why I was figuring yeah. they probably get in at dawn Agreed. or get up at dawn and get in to work fairly early and then probably work until it's getting... Right. It's starting to get dark out and the cheapo bosses don't want to keep the electricity on. Right. And if you didn't uh, burn alive in a in a factory where the doors were locked shut, uh, you made it home probably like around like sundown or like after that. Yeah. Yeah. But that's still like two hours to hold dinner. They don't seem at all concerned that their son, who David seems like the kind of kid who's home really early. I think, yeah. David seems like the kind of kid... On the one hand, he seems like a kind of kid raised by high-strung parents. But on the other hand, what if his parents are... What if it's that type of thing where he... Like an Alex P. Keaton thing. I don't know what that means. Um, I've only... I only know that as a reference. Uh, Michael J. Fox's character on Family Ties. Okay. Uh, his parents were hippies and he was a conservative. Oh, okay. Back when so, it was cute to be a conservative and not horrifying. Right. So like... He, and he was like very organized and they were like whatever peace man. Okay. Um, so if his parents are kind of chill, then he... And he needs organization in his life and whatever. It feels like Sarah is also very chill. Yeah. To, and she and so he's the middle child. He's he's younger than Sarah. Is he? Is he not? I don't think it's ever really specified. I, I'd always assumed, but I don't know. But that's because I always look for an older sister in everything. So, um, yeah, he, he I don't might know. Be the old, he might be the oldest. Huh. Weird. Okay. I mean... I think Ellie Keats is older than... Definitely de older than David Mothko. Absolutely. Yeah. But I'd never thought about whether she was... I, I would always assume that she was the oldest. Yeah. Weird. I don't know that it's ever explicitly stated. Let's keep an eye out for it. Okay. We have our eyes out for a bunch of stuff that I've forgotten about, so... Yeah. Same. Cool. <laughs> and by keep our eyes out, we mean, hey, somebody tweet at us if you know the answer. Exactly. They're very chill, and I'd like to use that as, as my transition to my to my note maniac or corpse or love nest or nude are jack's uh examples of what makes a good headline yep. which we'll talk about in a sec uh also his way of hitting on sarah like right in front of her parents yeah and her dad just looks on like yeah buddy get it and her mom's like what's going on now <laughs> uh i'm not sure i like this uh meyer stop this and meyer's just like yeah <laughs> my daughter's hot right high five weird that's kind of what it is though <laughs> yeah. But I think it's I think that's a funny list. Yeah, especially because like my maniac or corpse, and then he like catches Sarah's eye, and he's like, or love nest, or nude. Okay, so here's <laughs> the thing though, maniac we have not seen right. used in a headline, but I'm sh like that that's a good headline word. Yep, nude and corpse we have seen correct used good headline words, love nest Jack. Really? That's the word you're going to be like, let's put this one in a headline to sell more newspapers? Yeah, I think that like Mayer caught in, not Meyer, Mayer caught in, uh, in Love Nest scandal. Like it is, yeah. it's a very, like um, John Mulaney has a, has a good uh, joke, set of jokes about the Daily News, which is a newspaper in uh -huh. New York now, about how like they use these words that no one uses in real life, like bozo and stuff <laughs> and love nest right and love nest feels like a missing part of that yeah. joke that 1899 john mulaney would have used okay so i think love nest is sort of like 
like tryst or you know sure whatever but yeah i mean love nest is definitely like you like that word sarah love nest man and he like hits it hard like he's he wants to hit it hard absolutely he's, he's kind of gross he definitely looks like a wolf like yeah. a wolf about to attack is is jack saying love nest yeah he's like real predatory in yeah. that moment like yeah jack kelly in general like i know i've called him smarmy a couple of times yeah. on this show this is a moment that even as a child i was like ew yeah I don't think I ever noticed that, and I'm going to blame the patriarchy on it. Sure. Um, because I was sort of like, I think I just liked um, knowing that, like, I liked the callback to Nude Corpse, uh, not yeah. associated with Trolley Strike. Um, Nude Corpse found on track, not associated with Trolley Strike. Yeah. That he used two of the words that the other paper had used that day yeah. as examples. I never noticed that he was, like, you know, using his words to seduce yeah. women. Can we talk about... Um Sarah's two lines in this scene. Hey, let's. So he asks if he can have some more soup. And she says, yes, just so aggressively. (laughs) He's like, hey, can I have some more? She's like, yes. Yes, you can have some more. Oh, you mean literal soup? Soup. Oh, okay. Just like real aggressive. And then he's talking about, you know, we can sell more when the headlines are good. And she just rushes into that frame. So what makes a headline good? (laughs) Like just... I mean, she's, for all of his predatory wolfiness, she's here for it. Yeah, she definitely is. I mean, she's... She wants that, to serve when, him soup yeah, so hard. When she says, so what makes a headline good? The subtext there is, fuck me right here on this table <laughs> right. in front of my parents and younger brothers. <laughs> she wants him to add water to his soup. I, gross. Wait, hold on, hold on. I need to take that clean. I don't think you do. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't think you do. With his reading of headline words, he added some water to her stew. Okay, go ahead. I just, like... Hey, future, and have fun editing. Yeah. I just... I mean... Yeah, she's... I mean, so... She, like, sits down, and she leans forward, and she's... She really wants to know what... And, like, she does this weird thing with her mouth when she's saying the words so that it comes out sounding weird. Did you notice that? I didn't. Go back and rewatch that scene. Okay. And it almost feels like she hadn't quite swallowed the bite of food. And so she has, like, if she had been, like, eating bread or something and had, like, stuck, like, back in the corners of her mouth back here. Yeah. Like, hadn't quite had a chance to swallow and, like, her throat was dry or something from it. Like, the way she says it is, I know I'm, like, really hung up on the way women are saying their lines in this scene. Yeah. But it's just, she... She speaks in a weird way just on this one line. Not like how Christian Bale speaks in kind of a... Like, he's got this way of moving his mouth when he talks that right. is extremely distinctive. Yeah, agreed. And it, it... Like, I notice that a lot in basically all of his scenes. But sure. for her, for her mom, it's that it's that one time she said her dad's name. And for Sarah, it's this one line. Yeah. I'm going to have to go back and watch. Is weird. Yeah. Interesting. Like, even independent of the fact that, you know, what makes a headline good is Sarah E's for Do Me Now, right. cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> Ride him, cowboy. Yeah. Yikes. Invade my demon hollows. Oh. <laughs> oh, James. <laughs> I don't have any other notes. Me neither. So let's just be done with this episode. Happy Friday, y'all, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> 
Gross. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to tell James how gross he is, you can tweet the show at Newsies Minute, or you can just tweet him individually. At Justin McElroy. <laughs> It's at Unabashed James. (laughs) I'm at Unabashedly Aaron. Oh, boy, you guys. We have a Patreon. If you like hearing me rant about Sarah and how much she sucks and you like James saying things like demon hollows. Yeah. Invade her demon hollows. So, God, just the worst. If you want to pay James to be the worst. Or pay me to stop. I mean. (laughs) Or pay him to stop. You tell us. Yeah. (laughs) We work for you. (laughs) Um, Then you can do so at patreon.com slash Aaron and James. Thank you for hanging in there. (laughs) This is, I mean, this has been a a more interesting week than the previous ones have been. A lot more has happened this week. Yeah. I was surprised too, because I thought this was going to. I mean, honestly, I thought this was going to be lovey-dovey baby Yeah, we week. both thought this was going to be my lovey-dovey baby for the entire week. Right. But it was only about 30 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> hey, great editing job, editors of that song. Yes. If you could have cut about 30 more seconds, it would have been perfect. I think next week we're going to have another song. Though. Yeah. 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 Unless, we get, we um, get my favorite song. Next, well, one of my favorite songs. Yeah. We get a song that I definitely had to grow up into. Yeah? Um, Because it was slow. Yeah. And I really wanted every single song to be carrying the banner or seize the day. Yeah. Or uh Once and For All, I guess. I love Once and For Once All. Once for All is is one of my favorites now. Yeah. Um I've always loved that one. Yeah. But yeah, no, we get um the song that Christian Bale apparently didn't know he had to do. Yeah. <laughs> He's reading the script. Wait, wait, what? Wait, Gary, get <laughs> what did we sign up for? I thought this was an intense drama. What is this part? I say these lines? No, Christian, you you sing and dance. What? And boy, does he dance, but that's next week. Until then. Soak him for crutchy. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.